0: What's happening, people? And what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. i Press. we give giving sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on the pros and cons of name, image, and likeness, compensation, and much, much more. Press, was popping, baby?
1: Hey, Jules, we up in here. Man, first of all, how was that trip?
0: Oh, man. Prez, I had a ball. I had a ball. It was nice, man. It was really nice. R- relaxful. A uh, whole bunch of pe- people are nice. A lot of stuff to do on the ship. Food for days. Uh, <laughs> Cozumel was real nice. It was hot. You know what, Prez, the only thing I didn't like, we was in Cozumel, of course, people want to get your money and but they was too uh-huh. aggressive.
1: Yeah, they, they are definitely like that.
0: They was they was going around talking. About, yeah, we got some per- Percocets, <laughs> and <it's some> Oxycodone, <laughs> and some weed and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm trying to quit. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: you like, I got all the Molly I need. I'm good. <laughs> Man.
0: I see. y'all right, y'all y'all getting it in over here.
1: You know, okay. I got a funny story for you. There was one time we were on a cruise, and I went sit, and we walking around. And somebody walks up to me and they hand me a um a one of the little postcards for a prostitute. I'm like, I don't need this. Get this out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they have no chill.
0: No, man. I bet you was like, well, thanks, but I mean... <laughs> I'm like,
1: no, I'm good, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm I.
0: I'm, all right. I'm all in that area.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can see I don't have any problems in that area around here, sir. But what was the best part of the other of, of the week for you, man?
0: You know what? They had a. My wife and mother in law went to this Motown party. The DJ was spinning Motown records. Uh, we have to guess the artist and the song. That was that was pretty dope, man. I had, I had a good time on that one. I had a good time on that one, man. I was pretty dope. I I liked it, you know, because we was. You Know we was divided up in teams, There was a whole bunch of us out there, and we just all yelling out the answers and listening. So, and then but listening to the old Motown uh songs, and you know, I, I, I thought that part, and then they had more more songs, they had uh 80s night and 90s night. So, that part right there, the entertainment, I really liked.
1: Yeah, what I always say, man, the entertainment is top notch on those cruises, but I was gonna say, man, Motown that. Even though you're a younger cat, man, you you are kind of a Motown type of guy, so that don't surprise me. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, man, it was it was hitting, and the, you know, it was press. I mean, what can we say? That was that was hit hit town, USA, right there. Oh yeah, Hitsville, so, right? Yeah, uh, so man, but and then I think another part it was just the food. Press was the food it was just buffet. You can eat all night. They had a twelve o'clock a.m. buffet and breakfast and lunch and. They had Guy Fieri's hamburger joint. They had taco.
1: Oh man, food just for days,
0: and I ate too.
1: Did y'all do any of the sit down dinners or just the buffets?
0: So we did. Yeah, also yep, and we did the sit down dinners too. We did both: sit down dinner one day, the buffet the next day. Okay. Uh, one day we did both. So I mean, we was we was getting it in, man.
1: Nice. Now I know you guys don't drink, so you probably didn't do any of the drink packages, right?
0: No, no. When we went to dinner, I had uh had a sangria. You know, I just had a little uh,
1: You little were a little Got that a little bit of I guess so. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Ooh,
0: a <wee>. little
1: <laughs> throw you me
0: on that one, boy. a <laughs> Man, bit of a little People are like, man, they must get, they get some insight going on there. Yeah, we do.
1: Yeah, we do. <laughs> so you had sangria with dinner. See, so Kevin kind of chill Yeah, kind of chew. Now I was it's gonna like to say it. though, those drink packages, been a bit of a rip off. Now I heard they made a change to it. It used to be unlimited, right? Now, okay. Now I hear you can only get ten drinks within like a twelve hour period or whatever. And I don't want to make myself sound like an alcoholic. But I'm like, man, if I'm paying this premium, don't put no cap on how many drinks I'm having.
0: I feel you. It should be like the buffet. You know. Bruh, right? <laughs> be like... If, if you don't
1: care about these people having a heart attack, why you care about being drinking too much? Right. I guess because, it's probably because you got these idiots jumping off the damn ships now.
0: I was just about to say that. I guess the more you drink, the more... You know, they don't want... <laughs> they don't <want> catch this. Just, <laughs> just diving off the ship, man. I don't know.
1: Well, well I think... Because I, I was keeping an eye on your, your ships. Y'all didn't have no problems. I didn't see nothing pop up on the news. I was like, okay, good. Nobody... Did oh, no, weird,
0: no, whatever. we was good, man. No, we was good. Everybody was having a good time. Uh, uh, one problem.
1: oh
0: It was some, um, it was a lot of kids. Oh, I they hate was that like, part. And it was in the pool, pool Ooh. a lot. And you know kids being pooled, they like to have fun and splash. They and like to splash dunking. and
1: dive and shit.
0: Yeah, so it, that That's was awesome. the, I, you know, I, I get, you know, they doing kids stuff. but It was like, they should have been, you know, sectioned off for. Her. Yeah.
1: You know what the problem is, man. The parents, they be like, man, you them kids, they've been dealing with them kids all week. They like, this is my vacation. You you go over there and fucking do whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. And the, the yeah. thing is, it becomes your problem. Because uh-huh. I remember one time I was them, but I was trying to chill in the hot tub. And, and it's like a five-year-old in the hot tub asking me all these motherfucking questions. I'm sitting up here like, I, you know, at first I'm being nice and I'm like, Yeah, I'm telling them what my name is and where I'm from. Then he keep asking questions. Finally, I was like, where's your mom and dad? So you asking me all <laughs> the damn questions i don't know yeah hey but then then his mom came up his mom was all right now i was like oh you know you can ask another question if you want
0: okay yeah are are you getting in this hotel too
1: (laughs) 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 what what, what dining hall are you having tonight man right
0: (laughs) but yeah prez it was out there now
1: right and they always do man it was out there any of the single brothers and sisters out there that's listening to this show, man, mm-hmm. y'all better book y'all one of them cruises, though.
0: Yeah. Yes. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yep.
1: Especially the cruise line that Jules said on the last episode. I will not say the name on this show.
0: Right. There so in go. case
1: you didn't listen to that episode, now you got to listen to it to find out what cruise line Jules talked about. <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
0: But, press, what's good, what's good on your end, man?
1: I'm good, man. I'm just gearing up for the start of the NFL season, preseason. Obviously, just wrapped, as you yes. know. Mm-hmm. Bears, they make their cuts. So, it's been kind of busy dealing with that. And then also, the Chicago Sky, they're fighting for that final playoff spot. So, man, it's just been a lot going on in that space. And then one of the stories that you and I are going to talk about on the show, the guaranteed rate shooting. I was at a press conference oh. yesterday with the mayor and also with the, uh, the, the CPD superintendent. So... Yeah, it's just it's just been a busy week, man. Chicago, there's been so much going on. Uh, ah, so been busy. I look forward to having some time off like you did, man. I was really jealous. I was thinking about y'all, man. I was like, man, I bet they're having the time of their life.
0: I just want to say, man, praise. Will you get it, chance? And I know you will. You know, definitely get that time, man. Cause yeah. The, I, when I say you're the hardest working man in the pod game business, just in general, man, you, you, I ain't lying what I'm saying. There. This brother here is always on the go and doing things and it just in the arena. But yeah, I know when you get your chance to relax and kind of, you know, take a vacation, you, you, you play hard too.
1: You got to, man. You gotta have balance, you know, and that's something man earlier in life. I don't think I probably did the best job of, but man, I tell you what they've been the last 15 years, man, psh- I try to prioritize that, man. So, like, as Jules said, yeah, man, I definitely work my ass off, man. But when I get a chance to, man, I will tear it up with the best of
0: Man. Hey, do me a favor. Just when you when you feel like you need some extra energy, just touch that He-Man figure. Just there, touch. You it. there
1: you just go. There you go. Hey, he over here right now. I'm looking at him.
0: <laughs> What's he saying to you,
1: Yeah, I got this. There you go. Hey, yo, hey, listen, he holding the microphone up. I told you. Hey. <laughs> That's what I use, man. Uh, it's a great reminder, man. Like, honestly, like sometimes too, when I see all the women flexing, and you know how we you, we get to cooking over here, I'm like, yeah, he, man, like that. Liked <laughs> running, <don't> you like <laughs> that. <laughs> now, I will say this, Jules, I'm, I'm just glad that you and the fam and y'all had a good time. You were safe. The people that were surrounding you weren't on bullshit, man, because I mean, we see with this situation that I kind of brought up uh, or alluded to a little bit earlier. Guaranteed Ray right Field, man, where you and mm-hmm. I have gone to games together. You've gone to games with friends. We've gone to all types of baseball, football games, whatever the case. You would think that the sports arena would be one of the places that, listen, once I get inside this bitch, I'm pretty good. Nope, wrong. We have this guaranteed race shooting situation, jewels to happen. And it's kind of pissing me off, man, just not only just the way the White Sox handle it, but also the way that the police department is handling this shit. Because we're getting all these conflicting reports that sort are of coming out, right? Uh-huh. And they're not being truthful about what the fuck happened. There's details that are kind of like cloudy and murky. I think I even mentioned to you, I've gone to the precinct. I sat in on the press conference at the mayor and uh, and the superintendent. Walker. My biggest thing is that the stuff that's coming out, is almost like they're insulting our intelligence, right? You want mm-hmm. to sit up here, you want me to believe that somebody smuggled a weapon in under their belly fat? I don't care if somebody had a gun up their asshole. The metal detector is still going to go off. I mean, there's people that have hip, you know, uh, replacements and they go off in the metal detector. It right. doesn't matter where this shit is. That's what they're going to sit up here and try to tell us. I don't buy it. We're not getting any information about who the person is, who the, what their name is. What situation have we ever had where somebody got shot and we don't release their name? Why, right. why are we not releasing the name?
0: Yeah, because right now they uh, it's still an investigation where they I I not press I don't I don't know if they are trying to really trying to be vague and trying to really downplay it, but it's too big to kind of downplay because it happened in the stadium. Yeah, like you said, when have you go to a stadium and worry about getting hit with gunfire? I know I just, I'm I, I'm. Vulnerable. I, I, I just,
1: I can see, listen, dude. I can see maybe walking outside on our way in, but damn, right. once we get inside, jeez. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm. I mean, you—that's the last thing you think about. And I went to the sauce game because CPD was playing the fire on the little exhibition, you know, just to hang out. And you in there, you you in the, you in the game. You're not worried about getting hit with gunfire, but but we're back with this, like you said, Perez, it doesn't matter if the girl had the uh, gun in her belly fat, but allegedly or whatever the case may be. That metal detector should have went off. Did she get past security? Did she get past the metal detectors by chance? I don't know. I, I don't even think. No, I don't even think you can unless you, you know, I I don't know. but.
1: And, and also, this is another thing, too, because, you know, with me, even on the media side of the house. Uh-huh. While they may be a little more lenient, they'll let us bring water bottles and, like, food or whatever like that. They still uh-huh. are checking our shit for weapons and all that kind of stuff, right? And there was a woman on our beat, and I'll tell you what happened. It, it was one of those situations where she was, like, a heavier woman, and she kept going off. Uh, the meter, ke- I mean, the uh, the detector kept going off. And okay. you know what they ended up doing, Jules? Is they had a right. female, like, take her to a side room, and they did, like, an examination.
0: Right, 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 okay.
1: So this is my thing. How come that didn't happen? And this is if what they're telling us is correct, where the woman hid it in her belly fat. Then why did why wasn't there a female member of the security team with the White Sox escort this person to a side road? And let's just, you know, let's see what's going on. They're trying to say that the, the detective went off three times for her jewels and they still let her go in.
0: If that's, that's the case, you know. Allegedly, then, right? Allegedly, right. <laughs> allegedly if that's the case then whoever was on that on that detail on that detail on that security screen you know just just missed it didn't do a good job you, the thing went off and you just you probably they probably wandered down and they probably just told it come on there's probably so many people coming through and you know uh I'm pretty sure they didn't put hands on her you know to search her it's I mean, it's one of them things unfortunate. Now the the lawyer to the to the lady who said, you know, that she didn't she didn't, you know, shoot herself. Now I you know, I don't know. Cause we like you said, 1st we're not getting we're not getting a story from C P D. We're not getting a story from uh the Sox are I saying, the Sox, well, I saying the so I saying the C P D are investigating, they didn't close the game, which they didn't shut the game down, which I thought was okay. That was a little different. We normally Something happened, like, some, somebody gets shot. I think two, two, two people got shot.
1: Yeah. The, the second person got grazed.
0: The second person, right. So it's like, you don't stop the game or close, it's an investigation.
1: This, but, this is my thing, Jules. They stopped games when DeMar Hamlin almost died on the field. They stopped right. the game. There was a, a preseason game recently where a guy had a concussion. They stopped the game short. You mean to tell me two people get shot, but you still don't play a baseball game? But then, of course, yeah. they canceled the concert at the end, so no Vanilla Ice, but we're going to still play this right. baseball game. See, what this comes down to, Jules, and this is why I always say about the White Sox organization, they're a trash fucking organization because it's all about money for Jerry Reinsdorf. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a fuck that I cover the team. I don't care if people hear me saying this because it's true. He He prioritizes the almighty dollar over people's safety and health. There's no way somebody's going to get shot in my damn stadium and then I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, we need to figure this thing out. Now, I'm not going to make an announcement on the scoreboard because then that's when chaos happens, right? Mm-hmm. But we do some sort of a situation where we evacuate the, 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 the stadium, right? Do it in sections. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how that shit works. But we're not going to have that game.
0: This right here just... This, this was just wrong throughout the whole board, how the shooting was, of course, was wrong. If the woman bringing the gun in and accidentally shot herself and somebody else, wrong. The security, wrong. There's so much stuff that need, that that has to change from this incident, you know? So this would never, Well, it, we shouldn't have to a repeat of this. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't, this should never happen again. But okay, okay, it happened. So a lot of things need to be tightened up. But one thing for sure, they should have canceled the game. They should have canceled yeah. the game. I, 100%, bro. Right, 100%. yeah, so so and, I...
1: And this is another thing, too. Okay, let's mm-hmm. just say, based on what they're telling us, that this person snuck the weapon in under their belly fat. Then where's the weapon right now? Right. I mean, let's just that, let's have that conversation. Where's the weapon now? If, right. if, if I accidentally discharge a weapon and shoot myself then wouldn't somebody see the weapon? Wouldn't somebody hear the weapon?
0: Sure. True, True. Who, who knows? We don't know if she was with somebody who passed the gun, not left. Who knows? Right. Or it never happened that way. I don't know.
1: And then it's random people that you've seen on Twitter. They're showing pictures where they're showing bullet scrapnows and rounds in their hands. So we know something happened
0: something happened right it should but you know and statements play a camera and hopefully throughout the investigation unfold unfold what really happened and so so people have the right people have the right to know
1: i think so too man that's 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 why i made the comment that i made earlier i think cpd the white Sox, they mlb whoever is the security team that, that handles that for the white sox right I wish I knew the name of the fucking organization because I'll put them on blast too because all the way around, they failed the people, bro. Honestly, you know me, Jules. I'm not one of these type of people to walk around talking about, oh, I feel unsafe and this and this and that. But man, come on, man. I want to be able to be in a baseball game and can just let my guard down for once or in a basketball game or a football game. You know, I'm always kind of paying attention, but at least there I'm kind of like slightly disarmed. (laughs) Right,
0: yeah. Yeah, now you're there for it to watch a game. You're not there to be on be on alert, be on alert. You still you still watch your surroundings, but you're like, hey man, I'm in this, I'm in this game. I have right. to, I don't gotta worry about getting hit with gunfire. I'm not standing on 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 the block somewhere in the hood or something like that, where okay, mm-hmm. you know, something happened, but I'm at a I'm at a ball
1: game.
0: Man, Press, when I heard when
1: that happened, I was like, I said, Man, what is what the
0: hell is going on
1: here? What's going on? I just feel like, man, things are just getting crazier and crazier, man. When I hear these type of stories, I'm like what is going on? And I just wish that yeah. people would be honest with us, be truthful. What happened? What really happened?
0: Right. Because I don't know if I'm you buying know, if this he... story,
1: Jules.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, right. Because I'm like, you. Where's the gun? First of all, how you know how how did she get past? How you? And then mm-hmm. why? I mean, she's a teacher, uh, according to the report. I think she was a teacher, and she with friends, I believe.
1: And we going to put that in air quotes because we don't yeah, know. Yeah. We still didn't get the name.
0: We still didn't get the name. You know. You know, all we know that, uh, I think according to where word, she's a, t- a ticket holder. You know, her lawyer said you have a FYD F- F- card, but why bring it? Why sneak a gun in the game, though?
1: Yeah, like that I, don't make no sense.
0: It don't make any sense. Why sneak a gun in, in the Sox game? I don't, you know, so a lot, of, shit, a lot of a lot of right, a lot of questions need to be answered, a lot of loopholes, a lot of you know, just things don't make sense. And you know, hopefully, we get the truth out the out the matter, man. And you know, we, so we
1: deserve the truth, man. I'm so yeah. sick of people lying to the public, bro. Like, damn, man, what, what you shielding us from?
0: <laughs> right. The the winds off, made a call, say, "Hey, listen, let's kind of make this go away. S- say things. Let's make this story like this." And because you know how stuff works, press. Well,
1: of course, you know stuff, well,
0: of you know, course. Not you know they don't want to bring you know. Because of the name, image, and likeness, and stuff, they don't want to bring discredit to the organization, the Sox Park, and they want to make it a friendly atmosphere. It's all about, you know, you know, smoothing over everything. So, let's, you know, I think, but and you, you can't, can't do, it, you can't also, do it like this.
1: But also, Jules, now hold on, it comes down to money when it comes to Ryan's stuff. He mm-hmm. wants people to feel safe coming to his ballpark, right? Right, well, because well, if you don't
0: feel safe, people ain't coming.
1: No, fuck no. Right.
0: So, and then you lose a the revenue.
1: They already have a problem getting people in them seats. Well, What true, you think man. gonna happen now when people are like, oh, man, you gonna get shot in your ass going to the damn Southgate?
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> First of all, they playing like garbage. And then you getting shot, too? Like, hell yeah. with that.
1: No, fuck that. I don't, I don't need to come here for that. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I'll take my chance out here in these streets. I'm good. I don't know, Jules. That one just really, like, kind of, like, surprise me. Now, the hate crime that we saw down there in Jacksonville... Again, you know, we talk about another Cisler situation. This one, Jules. Every so often on the shoot, Jules, we have to remind our audience just how things go in this world, man. And it's like, I get so sick and tired of having to talk about these situations where hate crimes happen. And you have these crimes happen against people of color. About a lot of the conditions out here in the world that, you know, we have to deal with, we have to face that a lot of people don't seem to either understand, grasp, or even give a shit about. So now Mm -hmm. Jacksonville, Florida, we have three Mm -hmm. people of color that were gunned down. Act of hate, 21-year-old kid, hate black people for whatever reason. I still never understand that, Jules. Honestly, I never understand why the hatred towards my color. Maybe you can hate me because I'm an asshole, right? Because like for me, I know, hey, I'm not for everybody. So if you don't like me... Let it be for my character. Don't let it be because of the color of my goddamn skin. I just never understood mm-hmm. that. It's dumb to me. anyway. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
0: This right. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Goes to an HBCU first, which he could have probably done way more damage. He went to a college campus. Mm-hmm. If it weren't for the, the alertness of one of the students that saw this guy putting on a bulletproof vest and he alerted security, who knows what that situation would have turned into. Right. We well, saw what happened in Michigan State. These things, when these active shooters get on these college campuses, shit can go haywire quick. Mm-hmm. So they get him off campus. And what does this son of a bitch go do? Goes and drives to a Dollar General, which I found out, Jules, he used to work at a Dollar General. Okay. So he drives to a Dollar General, goes in there, shoots up the place. And then, of course, like these cowards do, then he kills himself.
0: Kills himself. Mm-hmm.
1: And my thing is this, man. I hate the fact that I even have to bring this shit up all the time. But you know what? I'm going to keep talking about it because if this shit's going to keep happening, and if we got a platform pulling back the curtain, I'm going to use this platform to at least make sure the stories like this don't get swept under the fucking rug. I'm sick and tired of us having to have these conversations about how we're portrayed, how we're treated. It's such bullshit, man. We even have to discuss this shit, man. At the end of the day, Jules and I, men of color, First and foremost, we are men. We're
0: men. Mm-hmm.
1: That's why I want you to be treating me out here in these streets. Not looking at me because, oh, man, he's big. Or, oh, my God, he's got long hair. Oh, my God, he's a black guy. So I'm going to be, like, looking at him out of the corner of my eye.
0: Chris, I mean? heard this story. And and it brought, me back to, it brought me back to Buffalo. It brought me back to, hell, it even brought up higher learning. I mean... It's it's crazy how we in 2023 and people hate their hatred towards somebody's color to a group uh, to to a race of people because of of the color and 21 years old he's he was taught that there's no way in world hundred percent you know there's no way in the world a 21 year old kid just hate black people just hate, hate how he probably wasn't he probably was never around black people you know i don't know what his upbringing about but somebody taught him that uh-huh. according to the according to the story he had he's not a part of any white supremacist group according to the story but he had swastika writ, uh scribbled on his gun on his rifle
1: uh-huh.
0: he left a manifesto with his parents they you know people want to know did he buy the guns legally the bought the, the guns were bought legally which, about is another time, problem, about time. which is another problem. Because right fair, which right.
1: Because here this out. You know, this kid, he's had mental episodes. Uh-huh. So that's my thing. They need to do something with this fucking gun situation where, hey man, if you got like some sort of mental uh health evaluation, anything like that, hey, we're gonna put a hold on this fucking application real quick. Because there was uh, no, something in right. there where have... I saw 2021 20, or something like that. This kid had a mental health fucking episode, whatever the fuck that meant.
0: You know, of course, they downplay. He didn't, you know, never been arrested. I think he only had a, a domestic disturbance a few years ago. Um, yeah, that's the incident I was mentioning. That was yeah. the right, what you was talking about. Yeah. And, okay, big shout-out to the chief for saying, made it, this is a hate crime.
1: Yeah, which they, they very rarely
0: do. Which they, right. You know, I'm glad he set up there and said, yeah, this is hate crime because he targeted black people. He was a bigot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... You go and you kill. You go and you kill three people. I think he wounded five, and, and, and three was was fatally uh was killed. Yep. But you go to a Dollar General, these people didn't do nothing. One thing about Black people, prayers.
1: We we love everybody, man. You know what, what I'm saying? Them, try to tell them we Julie. don't have problems. Nah, we don't man. We don't hate people. We're no. not big, bigger type people. You know what we are? We are reactionary. That's what black people are. Right. If you got good vibes with us, we fuck with you.
0: We rock if with you. If you on some right.
1: bullshit with us, we will fuck your ass up. Right. We don't have hate
0: in our heart like some like some people like some other type of race do. We don't wake up twenty one years old, squ- uh, uh, pages worth of "I hate these type of people." Mm-hmm. Nope. No, and it's stuff tri- tri- because it, 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 in 2021,
1: you and I was in Cancun, Mexico. We weren't worried about hate, don't bother. Right? Exactly. <laughs> we was we was hanging out with all types of races.
0: Yes sir. We all one people, some lighter than others. We all the same. We have hearts, we have lungs, we have organs. we get arms, eyes, everything everybody created the same. And you get this motherfucker 21 years old, somebody told him
1: yeah. that. Oh, I don't know what happened. Bullshit. Yeah, you can't tell me that he wasn't taught that shit. Because that's how it, that's how it was learned, and this, this is the thing. I know your family. I know where you come from. You've been around my family. Look, my grandmother, she had a lot of problems with white people, right? But she uh-huh. never told me to hate them. She just told me, "Hey, I want you to be educated on the, the discrimination that I faced growing up in the South. I just want you to understand the conditions that I had to face. Never mm-hmm. once in her mind did she ever say, don't talk to them because they're white people. She never said you can't trust right. them. She just wanted me to understand the stuff that I was learning in school and what she faced. And that's why, Jules, when I hear these kids that 20, 30 years old talking about some, oh, I don't like black people or, or I don't trust black people or this or that, and that, I'm sitting up here like, from what? What's your experience? Right. Was your generational wealth taken from you? Were your ancestors beaten and raped? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is your problem? I know why I walk around angry sometimes. But what's your damn problem?
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: got the world in your fucking grasp. Generational wealth and, and whatever you want to do in this world, you can do it. There's not laws that are being fucking executed daily to take away your rights to vote, to take away your rights to fucking do any of the things that matter to you in this world. Every day there's a law that somebody's thinking of to try to take our rights away from us. Women as well. I don't want to let make that not being fucking known. But when I'm talking about people of color, there's laws that are being put up every single day to try to take away our rights. And nobody's talking about it. Because we're too busy distracted away from bu- dumb shit. Like Jules and I have talked about before here. Wake up. But I just don't understand why people are that angry. I'm sorry, man. There's nobody on this earth, bro. And I've had some people that have fucked me over, Jules. And you know who I'm alluding to. And I still have no hatred towards that person. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you're going to get yours. Right. Mm-hmm. Man, I ain't tripping on that shit. I ain't tripping on no cheese. I'm good i replaced that. you still broke. So I just don't understand the hatred. I wish somebody, I really wish, I wish one person could reach out to us in our email and explain to me, like, hey, why is the why is it that you think that somebody can have that type of hatred to people that have not done anything to them? And why is it that when we have these situations where people of color are the victims of crime... Well, we have to be the ones that sit here and look our accuser in the face or have to sit here, the mothers have to sit here and say, we'll pray for that kid, that we don't fucking have any sort of, any animosity in our hearts towards that person. You, you notice the difference here, Jules, And I'm sitting over here trying to talk to you about? Why are we the ones who always have to bend over backwards and make other people feel comfortable? And then we got other people who going to sit over here with ignorance and going to sit up here and say, I hate black people. Right, that's what we're talking about.
0: Chris, who who we go- who are we going around hating? That's what <laughs> I'm tar- that's what we're talking about. Who are we hating on? But yeah, like you said, this 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 this, this <laughs> I'm using it loosely. This 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 crap I hate, but well, I guess we So I guess I hope he wrote it down somewhere because we won't we we'll find out, but it's crazy, man. It's 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 messed up. I feel sorry Ooh. for the family. You Know one of the cats, uh, that, that 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 was killed worked at that dollar general, you, you know, 19 he had years a, old, a 50, 52 year old, yeah, 19. They had a 52 year old, uh, female and a 29 year old, one uh, older, uh, older uh, elder, not elderly, but older lady, and and then a couple young people. I mean, didn't get a chance, chance to live life.
1: And uh, the 29 year old guy, mm-hmm. he had a four year old daughter. Now, this young girl is going to grow up without her father
0: right families are, are torn
1: and and that's the thing was people want to sit here and make their comments about black men not being involved in their kids life well guess what this son of a bitch just took away a fucking black father from this daughter's right. life so go talk about that so that's another one of those stereotypes is out there about us see these fuckers they they have all the time in the world for stereotypes and bullshit but they don't fucking open their fucking horizons. They don't come out here in the world to see how we really move. We CEOs out here. We movers and shakers. We ain't what mm-hmm. you fuckers position us as. There's bad in every race. But for some reason, right, right. it's always us that gets magnified.
0: Ours get, right. It gets blasted. Like, oh yeah, you know, this, this is how they are. This is how they get.
1: No. Mm-hmm. No.
0: Like you said, Perez, there's bad in everything but you know, it's, it's an agenda. Uh It's an agenda. Let's be honest. And it, it only problem, the problem with that, with this agenda, whoever the puppet master behind pulling the strings and whatever the case may be, you know, you, you, you uproot these, these lone wolves or these supremacist type groups, you know, against black people who, who are just in general, just a group of people who just just love everybody. That's why that's why press that's why he get so the, the the victims family we're gonna pray for these people. I, I mean my God my God it's not it's not even a first impure hatred and, and emotion like I wish you die and this is no I feel I and I feel for these people. I feel for their son. We always the bigger we always the bigger person. That's right. So how do you hate? On you know, it goes back to it goes it goes back to the beginning of, of existence. I mean, we come over here and chains and stuff like that, and you know, getting getting tortured and humiliated. And but still, we want want to fit in. We want to be in. This is a part of us. This is America. This is us. We we in the
1: islands, and this but still getting treated. Mm-hmm. Man. This is what I try to tell our brothers and sisters out here. Mm-hmm. Just because you got money, don't mean you get accepted. So mm-hmm. don't be sitting over here thinking that just because you were in a certain type of room with people that they accept you. And I hate to say that type of shit, man, because that is how I feel a lot of times, bro. I was just talking about this recently, man, at work, man. Now in that corporate space, okay. hey, man, I get shit done, right? But I still notice a tinge of people hating on me, and I'm sitting here like. But my colleague can do half of what I'm doing and y'all fucking to the moon with, with props and congratulations.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Other person's over here breaking records and it's, mm-hmm. and it's crickets. But you don't think that's by coincidence? That's the thing. I'm not sitting over here trying to be a no victim, but I can just tell you that we got to work twice as hard sometimes as other folks. Mm-hmm. And it's not right. It's not right. Treat us the same way that you treat other people. It shouldn't matter about the color of my skin. It should matter about my skill set, my talent, how I treat people. And the last thing is the most important thing, and that's the thing that Jules and I was brought up on. Treat people the way you want to be treated. And I'll tell you one thing, Jules, you brought up a hell of a point when you talk about the fact that of what type of people we are. We're not out here. Going after, oh man, God! Look at this 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 group of people over here. I hate this person, so I'm gonna go shoot up. No, we don't do that kind of shit. No, no. Most of the time, we so damn fucked up as our own race that we do the shit to, to ourselves. Unfortunately, which I hate. I hate that for right. us because, again, that's an agenda that's been a po- that's been put in our heads But then there's also other conditions, right? We've talked about those things on the show, so I don't need to get into that right now. But what I'm trying to say, though, audience. Is when I see these hate crimes, and I'm so glad that this was positioned this way because that's exactly what it was. It was no sugarcoating it, Jules. They called it exactly no. what this was. They called it what
0: it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I just want, man, people to just hear these words, man. Jules and I on this show, man, we ain't looking for nobody to fucking feel sorry for us. I promise you, we don't want that. We just want these words to be listened to and just. Yeah, like, I know some people probably sit here and they have their own thoughts and they have their own value system and their own beliefs. Fine. But you listen to the two people here that's telling you that these situations, when they happen, they don't just happen to the family. That shit feels, we all feel that in our culture. We all feel that in this community. Because, dude, Jules, you and I could have been in that goddamn store and could have got gunned down. Right. Mm-hmm. That is why I'm taking this shit so serious. How many times, Jules, when you travel, you, you, you guys go on those road trips all the time and stop at some random gas station, right, to get some gas or to go use the bathroom or whatever the case may be. How do you know you don't know it's so fucking weirdo when they're like, oh, I don't like them kind of people. Right. That is why we do these type of shows because we want to educate people because guess what? I want to prevent these type of situations from fucking happening. If people want to see here and they want to learn and they want to understand, listen to this fucking show. If you got people in your life that you see here, you'd be like, yeah, I know that person. He kind of has his weird viewpoints from time to time and this and that. Send this show to that person. Do your part to fucking help. Do your part to talk to the people in your life that have these weird ways of, of living. Because honestly, you know this 21-year-old kid, Jules? You know he had friends around him and they knew that he was on some weird shit. But nobody right. said nothing. See that's the problem. We got too many people that sit back. They don't say anything. They don't open their damn mouth. Then the situation happens, and then now they want to be all like, "Oh my God, I can't believe that happened." Yes, you can. The motherfucker been that's a weirdo right. since you know them. Think about it, Jules. You and I growing up, we had some friends, had some different ways about them, right? Mm-hmm. We pull them to the side. You good? Right. Uh, that's not no being funny. That's being like, hey, I'm just checking in, man. I'm noticing you moving different. But see, the problem is most right. people, they don't say shit, man. They don't say
0: nothing. No, they let it ride like just, oh, okay, he's just, you know, maybe he's going through something or whatever the case may be and just let it ride. And then stuff happened. And then you sit up there like, damn. Man, something was, uh, uh, you know, out of, out of sync. But that's the time. it has been too many mass shootings. Whereas in general, for people in this day and age, should be like, if something's different about if somebody, if something's off about an individual or somebody, then we're not saying that. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. we sitting back and letting people do whatever. And you got to get involved and get engaged. and You got to know if something's wrong with your family member or, or a friend of yours and and their character is off or there's something different, then that's the time to get involved and say, hey, you know, what's going on? you know, look and see what that person's into or meeting up with or whatever the case may be. Is he buying more guns or ammo? Is he getting best? What, what's the type of things he, talk, he or she are talking about? And if it's something really, you know what I'm saying, a, a red flag that really just just goes off, then it's like, okay, we gotta do something extra because we don't want another man shooting. We don't want another dinner roof and all, of them, other, all of them other people to, to, this to pop off because you know it's it's no good this is not good you know this right here is it, again another another tragic and uh, unfortunate incident so, it, it is sad it is sorry and frankly it's not getting the press that it should really and i know we gotta keep moving on and keep living but we don't want people to forget listen Black people are not not bad people. We're we're peaceful people. We're loving people. We're friendly people. to so friendly to us. You know, don't let what the 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 media and 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 the the, the, the insidious type people are putting out there to persuade you any different. People 100%. are people. There's there's loving people and everybody's, you know, there's loving people in in, in different race and cultures, though. So let's let's be loving towards everyone and one another. I mean, let's And give know. people a fucking chance. Like that's yeah. our thing, bro.
1: Yeah. My God, you don't know nobody until you sit down and have a conversation with them. That's the thing, man. We too busy as, as people. We, we look at somebody from afar and we make judgments. And a lot of times, those judgments are wrong. Because you can look at somebody and think they're this and they're that. And then you sit down and have a conversation. And you go, oh, shit. I mean, I've done that a couple of times. I can't lie and say I've never done it. But I try to be better about that. But I guarantee you, Jules, that I don't hate nobody unprovoked. If I fucking have some strong feelings for you, it's because you've done something.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. It is it, a reason.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> something happened like, oh no, I don't mess with dude because this what this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Ain't no just, I see a person, no, I just hate this person. Like, God damn, what happened? You know? Yeah. Like, so, fun? no. Mm hmm.
1: Well, Jules, man, we're we going to get into our listener letter, man. We're going to change the, the the tone of the show a little bit. But I, I don't feel – I don't even feel no kind of way that we had to have that type of conversation in these last segment. Because like you said, Jules, this story has not gotten the precedent it deserved. And too, pe- too many people are sitting around talking to me about Britney Spears getting divorced. And not enough people are talking to me about what happened at Jacksonville. That's the right. right who cares? Right. And the listener letter this week comes over from Maria. Maria didn't tell us her age. But it's okay, Maria. She says that her and her boyfriend are in their early 30s. And she said they've been together for five years, Jules. She said the boyfriend has been really good to her. And she says she's happy in every way imaginable except for one. And she said that's been from a physical standpoint. Mm -mm. (laughs) She said (laughs) since we moved in together last year, our sex life has dwindled down to practically nothing at all. She said we've gone months without it. And it's becoming an, a major issue for me. She said, I brought up my frustrations to my boyfriend. And he just says it's just a bad stretch because he's been busy with work. She said, I don't want a partner that can't balance the needs of his significant other with his work. Fair point. She said, fellas, in my opinion, my needs should be just as important as the customers that he works with. She said, I feel that a man should show his woman that he desires her. And should be making moves on her every night. Damn, every night, huh? All right. <laughs> she said I should not be in a committed relationship and pleasuring myself because he's doing it for me she said I'm starting to wonder if we're just not right for each other and I feel like I'm in my sexual peak and I literally want it all the time do you think that he's cheating on me as he seems unbothered while I'm over here going through a thing from a guy's standpoint why do you think he's not making more of an effort to fulfill my needs Man, Maria. That's a lot there. Yeah.
0: Oh man, Press. A couple things. Either he is messing around or he's just physically not attractive to you.
1: Both of those hurt. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Because for you for you guys to live live together. I mean, they've only been dating for five years, so we're not talking about 20, 25, 30
1: years. Right.
0: So it's still kind of It's still kind of fresh, still new. It should be. And then you talking about going months? Oh, yeah, something's wrong. And then when you ask them about it, just, you know, I'm just, you know, babe, I'm just tired and just busy, you know, deadlines and bosses on my, you know, all that excuse. All those are excuses because it got... When, if my wife would have told me if I if we would have went a week, my wife would have like, "Hey, yeah, hey, okay, what's going on?" Yeah,
1: what's up? Ain't bro, no bro. way to
0: where I can come to her and say, "Oh, you know what?" But uh, maybe a couple times, but
1: it runs thin, though.
0: Right, it runs thin, and then that's when you start. Then that's when the ladies start to wonder. Oh man, I wonder is he going around behind my back? Is he getting it from somebody else? Does he find me attractive? Am I doing it for him you know? And that's a bad place for your girl to that, to, to be thinking. Uh-huh. Because that when somebody else can come through the back door, like, all right. Because if you ain't gonna take care of it, somebody else will. Man, so the question, Maria, is, is he cheating on you? Could be. We don't know for sure because there's no evidence. But if you haven't, if she haven't expected him of anything like uh lipstick, perfume, anything on this uh phone, social media, or whatever the case may be. And it could just be, man, brother. Just he's just not interested. Y'all been together for five years. Y'all probably it probably started off hot and heavy, press, and then he just, mm-hmm. you know, all right, we living together now It's like all right, whatever I, I got you, but still that brother need to understand what you did to keep this woman, what you did to get her. You got to keep. Her. You got to keep doing the same thing because she like like she expressing her her statement that, you know, her, her needs not being met, and she has to do, em. Mm-hmm. and I will say. You already had to talk with them. Next thing you got to put action to words.
1: Yeah. Jules, this is a tough one, man. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, you know, Maria, I don't like the duck smoke, but I, I'm kind of leaning towards where Jules is going with this. I mean, come on. Now you're talking to two men over here. Mm-hmm. And if I got a woman to land and build me, she's going to have to pleasure herself. I got you. And matter of fact, I ain't going to want you pleasuring yourself because I'm supposed to be here doing that shit for right. you. Right. 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 And I'm just going to be 150% real here. If I got a lot of stress going on with work and all these deadlines, where do you think I'm coming to let that shit out on? It's True. you, Maria.
0: True, right.
1: You know, not in a bad way, but you're going to play the wrath of fucking Jesus that night. <laughs> so if my man ain't doing that, man, Jules, he, he out here on some bullshit, bro.
0: Right, exactly, exactly.
1: Oh, man, you know, but ain't no, ain't, I ain't never in my life heard some man talk about some. Oh, it's just the deadlines of work. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. That yeah, man on bullshit. He on bullshit. It may not even be that the, the um, jewels. It may not even be the attraction thing because she said he's doing all these other things. Like you know, she okay. feels that like everything else is going well.
0: Okay, it's it's just that right. one area. Okay.
1: So I think you hit it on the head. He got him something else on the side. Okay. So I think what it is, for me, and if I were you, Maria, I would sit down and have another conversation and just say, hey, where's the situation going? We've been together five years. We moved in a year ago. Where do you see the situation going? I've expressed to you that I'm unhappy in this one area. You've done nothing to change your behavior. Right. I'm not going to be here for another year. So whatever it is is going on with you, we need to fucking have a clean slate and we need to move forward or whatever the case, you know. But me personally, I wouldn't start snooping and doing all that kind of stuff because for me, I'm just kind of like, man, my mom taught me a long time ago, you go looking for something, you're going to find something you don't want to see. So yeah. I never, I never mm-hmm. knew that shit. I mm-hmm. never
0: do it. She's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's one thing she was right about. Sorry, mom. But, um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but no, Maria, I think, honestly, like, just sit down and have a conversation. I think that's what, it's missing a lot of relationships. There's not a lot of dialogue. I think a lot of times people will sit and hold their thoughts, and then what they do is they quietly feel, quietly feel, and it's like all of a sudden he don't take the garbage out one day, and now you fucking yelling at him about that. But that ain't what you mad about. Right. You mad about some other shit mm-hmm. that you've been sitting biting your tongue on. So I just wish that people in relationships would be open and have dialogue. The fact that you've been going most and most with this situation, it shouldn't have got to this point. Right. I mean, you brought it up to him the first time, but I would have a follow-up conversation. Hey, I talked to you about this two weeks ago. And here we are. Right. You're not coming to bed because you're up there on your laptop. Or I don't know where you at. Like, I mean, Maria, I mean, honestly, it'd be helpful. If we have more information. Is he home a lot? Or is he maybe not coming home because he's saying he's working late? That would be helpful to understand you know, right. out of the situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But just on what you provided to us. Man,
0: no, it's not a, a doubt in my mind, man, what this man doing out here. Ain't a doubt
1: in my mind. You know the deadlines, though, press. Yeah, deadline. Yeah, be, <laughs> she She would be a deadline, you know what I'm saying, for me. <laughs> so,
0: right. So, my man had to do it like, like you know, he had deadlines and, you know, but Perez, you, you're in the corporate world, but I, you know. It, it's not rocket science. Uh, I mean, it's really I mean. Mm-hmm. like for couples who been together for a while and just you know forget the things because of life and you know you got to go back to it and like alright let's have date night we're going to set a certain day Talk to him. we're going to have date night or we're we just going to sit up and we're just going to uh, talk a walk in the park or something you well, know look at Jules give to... me our
1: free game Man, hey fellas, just... hey, fellas all right, hold on <laughs> Jules pause okay. Hey, fellas, okay turn up the volume real quick Go
0: ahead, Jules Cook. <laughs> it's, it's we got to remember it's you and her versus the world. And she's your safe space for them deadlines and the bosses that's, that's getting on you and trying to rip you a new one. You mm-hmm. come home and she make everything better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it, and vice versa as men, sometimes we get we lose track of that sometimes. We're human. We lose track of it. And then, but when she come at you with something, man, you know what? Let me get my stuff together. So I don't know what your name is, brother. But when Maria, when she had that talk with you, man, really feel out, really understand, hey, this is a serious issue. This is serious. And just set a date. I mean, hell, you ain't got to break records. You know what I'm saying? Right. You ain't got to do that. Pick a day, out. pick a day out, pick one day out the week. Pick a day out the week. An off day, or whatever the case may be, you don't have to hit home runs every time. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah,
1: no, you're right. You're you right. Know, Shit, a double get the job done just as well, brother?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. If your if you if your life is so busy like that, you still you you got to fit time for your lady, for your queen. All those are excuses. Uh, don't buy into that, Maria, or anybody else who's listening to this and saying, "Hey, and vice versa, could women? You guys do it too." So, but like Perez said, the big thing is that communication. Get that communication and have understanding and then work towards it. That's how you make the relationship better. That's how you make the relationship stronger and last longer. That's why I got people who've been married 30 and 40 and 50 years because that communication and probably Jack Daniels. And so, <laughs> so, so, so Maria definitely, definitely had that conversation. And then if it, continues then you know how to handle that going forward
1: yep you sure do but jules you you hit on something that i thought was like something that i want to make sure people kind of keep top of mind here with this situation with these two and it's the situation or it's a situation that we talked about in the past is being intentional and you Mm -hmm. talk about the conversation the walk in the park sometimes it's shutting off the electronics Mm mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? Setting your phone on Do Not Disturb for a couple hours, right? Let me maybe having a Netflix and chill night with your lady, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause come mm-hmm. on, man. You got that little nice time under the blanket? Bro, come on, man. Bro, she ain't asking for a lot. No. I mean, she's patient enough that she's waiting months and months. Man, throw her a bone, bro. No pun.
0: Right. No pun to do.
1: But Maria, I'll tell you one thing though. If after that conversation nothing changes, like Jules said, you know what to do. You know what to do. Because I promise you, it's some it's a lot of cats out here. You ain't gonna have them worse.
0: She's gonna be like, what you
1: doing tonight, Press? Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> I got deadlines, Maria. Like a... Oh, baby,
0: if I get a deadline, so can't do it tonight. <laughs> yeah, can't get, can't do it. I was
1: a Rolling Stone. Oh, <laughs> but, man. But hey, but I wish them luck, man. I really do, man. Yeah. I, I I like the fact, though, Jules, that she's at least taking the steps, right? She brought it up to him. She's reaching out to others. I'm sure she's probably talking to her girlfriends and, and family about it, right? Well, hopefully not too many people in your family because you know how family be. They, mm-hmm. they talk too much, and then all of a sudden, just because you had one problem, you don't fix that problem, they still remember that one problem you had. So for me... I try to keep people out of my business, but I'm sure she's got a trusted crew of people that maybe she's talking to. But the point is, it looks like she's trying to get the situation right. Right. And I think she needs him to meet her halfway.
0: Yes, sir. Like I said, I recognize.
1: So, Jules, obviously on this episode, we're going to be digging into the pros and cons of NIL. But before we get there, we hadn't really talked about a lot of the carjackings and and, and the car robberies that have been going on in Chicago. And now we see where the city of Chicago, led by Brandon Johnson, they decided to go after Hyundai and Kia. And so you and I had not got a chance to talk about that much. But I wanted to just kind of have like just a quick dialogue just to kind of get your thoughts, because obviously with you being on the force, you see a lot of this shit. And what were your thoughts when you saw that news come across that the city is actually suing those car manufacturers?
0: I, I I I was like, I know you can sue for it, for everything, but for anything, but I I mean, I just didn't understand prayers. I was like, I don't know about suing.
1: Hey, Jules, let's run that.
0: Man, my bad, dude. You know what it did? It,
1: it kicked me off of my. High. Yep. Sorry, Jules. I know we're gonna be talking about name image. Yeah. I know we're gonna be talking about name image and likeness here, and the pros and cons of that. But there's a couple other things that I wanted to kind of pull your coattail on. And I know, obviously, with you being in law enforcement, you've seen the uptick and and, and the car robberies that have been going on here in Chicago. And it seems like the response from City Hall was to sue the car manufacturer. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that, just because obviously you're out here, you're seeing the shit that's happening out here. What were your thoughts when you saw that?
0: Dude, press, real quick. I I just recently recovered a stolen auto Well, matter of fact it was uh you know cats was 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 riding it and, and you know they, they ended up jumping out and fleeing. but it was a kia oh. and the steering key, the steering column was ripped off and of course they had the usb cord in there um but that that's probably about the fourth one i recovered fifth one maybe this year and it is crazy, it is, this thing is, has spiked. I, I nobody ever seen it like this. I mean- All, be, all of because of fucking Amazon. TikTok, huh? <laughs> Dude, my, my guess, you sue that person. I don't, I mean, I don't, I, I, I was a little thrown off by suing the car manufacturers. Now, granted, I was like, maybe a fine, because you should have put something in place to kind of these cars shouldn't be easily, you know, you should be able to steal these cars so easily like that. Um, So I definitely are uh, fine. But the, 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 the suit, I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I know you mean business. I mean, let, let me, let's be honest. If they hadn't placed something in the, in the beginning, you know, we wouldn't have this many cars being being stolen like this. Yeah, but then again, nuts. but then again, you can't forget about. I don't care if the car now. A part of me is like, well, I don't care if the car. I didn't have this. You're not supposed. That's not your car. You're not supposed to take it. So I was like, okay, I see where what 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 the man is trying to do. He's real, you know, serious about this. This, it need to be all hands on deck. It had to be some accountability um, going on, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this suit will go anywhere. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in that that field, like. But I, you know, I think he's trying to take, trying to take, you know, try to grab, to kind of grab this bull by the horn and kind of take charge on this. But I think you're, you kind of, if you're going after them, then okay, we, we still got to do about the the, the actual criminals because they are getting caught, then they're getting released. I want to see how this plays out.
1: I think, of course, Jules, we, we always have to make sure that we are not distracting from, like, the real issue. The real issue is, like, people are out here doing stupid, fucked-up shit, right? hmm But I also think that the car manufacturers does have a responsibility to the customers, right? So if I'm buying True. a product from True. you, it should be equipped with the things that you're telling me that it has. Exactly. hmm So I understand what the mayor's trying to do, but I think, man, this is just one piece of the equation. I think, yeah, this lawsuit's cool. But we also need to figure out what we can do to stop what's going on out here. And, and I've talked about it in the past. And maybe I'm just naive, Jules. And I probably am. But I always talk about the fact that when I was growing up, you had police officers that walked a walking beat. Mm-hmm. And they were always around. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just didn't notice that a lot of this type of shit happened back then because the cops, everybody knew the, cops in the uh, or in the community. And people kind of looked out and, like, kind of told them things. And, you know, motherfuckers, they they looked out for you. And I feel like nowadays there's none of that. There's no, you know, relationship with the community. There's no working together. So, of course, all this stuff is happening and no one's doing anything about it on both sides. And it's just tough, right? So how do you fix that? So I feel like what the mayor's trying to do is he's trying to – he's grasping the straws right now, man, trying to figure this shit out. But this problem runs deeper than – you sue in the car manufacturer because okay, fine. You sue them, you get money back into the city, but we're talking about people from in low to to uh to middle uh, communities and households that are having their cars stolen. That's how people get to and from work. So I would compensate those people for that, for their losses.
0: You still have the issue, the That's problem's what I'm still to there, say. right?
1: Yeah,
0: yep, the problem's still there. Mm-hmm.
1: So to your point. And I don't necessarily know if I won't even come after cash bond because a lot of times, jewels in the past, they use cash bond as a way of keeping people of color in prison for dumb shit. So I feel like what they tried to do with cash bond is they tried to help people of color, but what, what's happening is you have people that are manipulating the system. That's the mm-hmm. issue. And that pisses me off because it's like, man, for years, cash bond was an issue. Then they bring a solution in, and then you have career criminals that are learning how to manipulate and how to maneuver it, and get back yeah. out on the street.
0: Exactly. A, a quick story. come Some of the tech guys, some of the guys arrested, I think, four, three or four juveniles for, for, for a stolen car. Why they in the station, they're saying nothing's going to happen. And you know what? They was right. All happened, the detectives talked to them. Their moms, their parents came and picked them up, and that was it. Now, they, have to, they have, to have to have to go to court, but there was a release right then and there, and they
1: know it. So what you're saying to me is that they got arrested, they were taken to the station, mm-hmm. and while uh-huh. still in, basically get barely getting processed, they're getting released.
0: They're getting processed, yeah. After the paperwork, the parents come up, sign for, for their bond, and they get released. So what kind of, what kind of ramification is, is what kind of learning experience are we getting here? You know, they're saying, they're having fun in the lockup, talking to each other, laughing and saying, yeah, ain't nothing going to happen? We're going to, we're going to get released. Pres, they know the system better than we do. And well, the I system's think, a I joke. The, like, I'm to be honest.
1: Well, I think that's, well, the system's been a joke and that's not just for that one reason, but I honestly, because huh? I would understand.
0: Oh, it's plenty. And I
1: know if I'm doing my job, and I have people that are above me that are here to enforce laws and things like that, and they're not doing their part. That pissed me off. So I mm-hmm. can understand where you're coming from. And so when I look at this situation, I'm like, okay, Jules, then how do you solve it? How do we stop this? Okay, so fine. Right. So Kia and Hyundai, going forward, they have this thing fixed in the vehicles. Right? Ain't nothing you can do about the old ones. That shit, water the right. bridge. how do you solve the issue that's happening? And the issue that's happening is here that we have all these fucking cars that are being fucking stolen. How do we stop that? It's the same thing that I talk about with gun violence. How do we stop all these mass shootings? Like, have all the conversations that we want to in the world, but how are we stopping these things that are happening? I don't hear anybody coming up with any solutions. And that's the part that really... Fucking burns me up, Jules, because I know the way that I was brought up. I know the way you were brought up. And it's just tough when I, like, see communities that I feel like are better than how they are, are behaving. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What are we doing?
0: You and I, we're we we, we we're the antidotes, right? We grew up, well, but our parents putting foot in the ass. You can leave a car running with the keys in it. We walking by, we not touching it. But why nah. is that? <laughs> because.
1: because hey, man, there's consequences, bro. There's consequences. Dude, there's
0: consequences for your actions, right?
1: Yeah.
0: We wasn't. No. So a big part of the problem is the parents need to be involved, need to raise these kids. That's the household, man. I, I can't tell you how many times I go into these houses and, and it's broken. No father in the household and no discipline. The mother is too mm. the mother is young by herself, can't do it, or the grandmother is too old and can't control oh, these kids. She's yeah. I mean, you get you get teenagers cursing out the parents, the mom. You got the the baby's father, the child's father going at it with the mother. So the kid the kids see this and don't don't respect the mother or don't respect the father. I mean, as a as a as a black man, as an older black man coming in in some of these, situ- a lot of these situations i'm like i'm 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 like what the wait a minute you just call your mama b mm. i'm i i'm i'm looking like i, I went back to my childhood like that it wouldn't happen and i'm no. looking over there like <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: that that wouldn't happen and that shouldn't happen
0: it shouldn't happen no i would never i hell like i say i'm 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 damn near fifty. I still don't curse in front of my mom. That's how much respect I have for that lady.
1: Yeah, I respect. It's
0: her. it's it's crazy out there. It's crazy out there, prez. And and the stuff I'm being, you know, seen and introduced for in firsthand. And I'm like, that well, hell, no wonder why this stuff is like this. So we got to fix the home. has to be fixed. The home got to be fixed, man. We need fathers. We need fathers in these homes, or not in the homes, in these these children's lives. It, it's. Cause, prez, I mean, yeah, you look at it. Each year I've been on the job, it seems like it's getting worse. Crime is getting worse. It is demonic. It is. It. I mean, all of the above. Whatever people want to put uh, label this, is all of the above. Because now it's just kids are just just out of control with the drill rap. The the, the 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 drill rap. I mean, it's just demonic.
1: I also want to make sure that we keep it kind of top of, of mind for the audience that all the things are Jules brought up, hundred percent agree with. But I feel like, man, the thing that no one's talking about is these situations are happening everywhere where there was a time where incidents were isolated in certain pockets in, in a lot of our major cities. Now, you have shit that's going on in suburban cities. Like, just recently in Chicago, right. just outside of, this, of the city, they had another one of those teen meetups in Cicero for the kids mm-hmm. jumping mm-hmm. on top of cars and shit. So I know we we were talking about the Kia lawsuit, but I think for me, when I think about these situations that happened, I'm like, what changed? You know, I know the pandemic came and I know the people were locked up. I feel like some of this, man, people just, they did not come out of that pandemic better. I think that we, as a civilization, as a society, we became worse after that pandemic. Yes. Mm -hmm. People are short-fused. And so to your point, Jules, you're seeing this uptick in crime because you got violence that's going on because people are angry. People are, are fucking at the drop of a dime. Somebody's looking to fight somebody. You don't know how many situations I'm out in public. I'm like looking at disturbances at, at games and stuff that I'm covering. I'm like, man, what are y'all so upset about, man? I'm like, I remember, you know, going to games as a fan and shit and just being so happy to be there cheer for my team. Right. You know, you yeah. have a little banter with the fan of an opposing team, but it never should get to the point where you're trying to put hands on somebody. And now, Jules, it's to the point where people ain't even trying to fight opposing fans. They're trying to fight their own damn fans. I'm mean, like, what the hell? We on the same side over here. What are we doing? So, like I said, the greater issue here is what the hell has caused people to be so angry? Why are people so angry? Why are people so destructive? Why do people not have regard for other people? What happened to the respect? What happened to mind your own damn business? There's so many questions that I have. What is yeah, going on right. in
0: society? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right, Chris. I ain't laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's crazy.
1: It's crazy. It's hell.
0: It's crazy. And it's like like you said, Chris. It's everywhere. And it's not and it's in different states that's the thing. stuff that's happening about here is happening. this shit happening everywhere bro. Right. that's what I'm saying it's happening in Orleans, Oregon it's happening in, in, in Portland it's happening in California it's happening in New York it's happening in Michigan Florida Florida My, I mean <laughs> and, yeah and the, we can't let like you pray about but...
1: is, Jules and I we ain't gonna get on this show and politicize the issue we gonna right. tell you what the issue is Hey, that man was clear as day as he talked about the things that he sees when he goes on those calls. And I got quiet because I was thinking in my mind of, damn, when I was growing up, man, I was told to be seen and not heard. Dude. And these kids out here cussing their grandma? Their grandma? Come on, man. But they'd be the first Curse. one to somebody, quote unquote, do something to their grandma they want to do something to you.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: But you want to respect that woman.
0: No. And in, in some instances,
1: fight jesus
0: christ i mean and and let's be honest sometimes it affects you you go in these situations it affects you because you're like man and then day after day after day that's a different topic but i mean you
1: (laughs) well jules that's why i always tell you man I, i salute you and the wife for having the lake house and being able to have those outlets for what you do in the gym and also Taking trips, man. Having that time with, with you know with your friends and family, man. Probably even having time on the show. Being able to kind of do things that you enjoy doing, because man, the stuff that you see, brother, uh-uh. See, we all talk about mental health in this world, yeah. man, but hey, that's more than a talk track. That shit is real. It's people out here, man, that are right. fucking being exposed to some shit. And that's why, man, with 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 law enforcement, man, I feel like man, a lot of cats, man, in your business, Jewel, I hope. That a lot of people in your profession, man, are doing things to have healthy habits outside of the job, because no, man, right. some of that shit, bro, man, please, please.
0: No, you're right. You definitely need an outlet because you can't keep internalizing this stuff because it'll it'll just it'll just eat you up. It'll kill you. And 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 to a lot of points, hey, how can we fix this? It? It's the major, you know, two major important questions, man, and that definitely need some solution. Could it ever be totally uh, solve i don't think so but we need to you know kind of mitigate and and and, and de- drastically decrease this because it's like it's like it's getting worse you know almost twenty thousand cars stolen this year is only september
1: now this is my sentiment we're gonna move on to the last topic before we get into nil uh
0: uh-huh.
1: so if we can sue car manufacturers, okay. how come we can't sue parents that aren't fucking raising their kids the right way because as a parent That's right You got the responsibility of making sure that your fucking child isn't my problem in the future. So can I sue parents going for it? If something happened when your child does something to me or mine, I could take you to court and then you're fucking civilly responsible? See, that's my thing. Maybe this case is opening up some Pandora's box here. Just think about it. If you go hold the Mm -hmm. car manufacturers responsible, which, okay, whatever, then what about the people that are personally responsible for what's going on? That's just my two cents.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Hey, we can so get like say, we can sue the parents. We can, yeah, we can sue everybody. I mean, I, like I say, Jaws, I don't think this is I think we I think he's throwing some crap to see if he will stick. But I don't think this is this this ain't the
1: way. No, he trying a something deeper, here.
0: holistic approach.
1: Yeah, and, so and yeah,
0: yeah, and it's just no. This issue is more than just suing the car manufacturer.
1: Uh, that's why I made. That's why I made my comment, man. Sue these damn parents, like you said. If I'm hearing what you, I'm, I'm you. hearing correctly, what you said, how these kids are getting in trouble. that the parents ain't around when the trouble's happening, but they there to bail them out, and we gotta stop fucking bailing these goddamn kids out. If your kid is a problem out here, here a problem. There needs to be some consequences. You think my grandma, You're right? You, you think my grandma Jules would have let me been out here doing dumb shit and she just gonna keep coming to no. bail me out, mistake after mistake after mistake? Fuck no. No. Mm-hmm. They gonna let me sit in there and think about what the fuck I've done. Stop you bailing know, these kids out. You're not doing them any favors. Right. So you get a lot of parents, it starts at a young age. They make excuses for their kids. They're four years old, five years old. Oh, he's just a kid. Oh, no, he ain't no just a kid. See, the problem is these parents are being parents. They let the kid run the fucking household. I see it all the time. Everybody Mm -hmm. it's all innocent until that motherfucker gets old and they had no damn consequences their whole life. And then that was my problem. Now I got to deal with your fucking dumbass kid. That's my point, Jules. Is that I'm just sick and tired of the lack of accountability. Yeah, lawmakers and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's one piece of the puzzle.
0: That's one. But right.
1: anybody that comes yeah. from me, they're gonna have some goddamn sense. That you gonna represent this last name the way it fucking should be represented. We should have pride, man, in, mm. in who we are, our family structure. We should have pride. In us, and ourselves—that's the problem, man. I talk to these kids all the time. I'm like, man, look in the mirror. That's the only person you letting down. You let down, mama. All you doing the stress of mom out? You let right. you let yourself and, and, down because you fucking gave up on yourself. You're sick of
0: it, dude. I, I I feel you because I was sitting in that uh when when them kids was being processed and they was you know you know grab ass and then. You know, I. sometimes I feel like I have a duty to at least talk to them. You know, talk to some of these cats. The one that you can talk to because some of them just. And I went up there to them and said, why are we here? I just asked a question. I said, why are we here? You know, they looking at, you know, because there was a couple female people, pe- females were getting locked up and they making, you know, rude uh, annoying, uh, gestures and stuff. So I was like, walked up to them and said, guys, why are we here? You know, this and this and this. I said, is this cool? I said, you guys, is this is This You got to get popped off with, you know, with a stolen car. Where are you going with it? You know, we was just joyriding this and, but it's not yours. And you hear, here and you're putting all this pressure on your, on your parents or whatever the case may be. I said, guys, it's not going to get easier. Right now you're 15, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. It's not going to get easier life is hard and as an adult it's even is even harder you guys get it good right hmm. i said guys if you'll make if you'll start making a change it's just gonna get worse for you and i left them like that and then one i was like yeah you know my birthday is you know i think it's like a couple of days old. Well, happy birthday make sure i don't see you again <laughs> you know what i'm saying so
1: honestly i'd have been frustrated about seen them in there grab ass and, and not taking it serious because yes. what they realize mm-hmm. what they should realize is in, in, in my life i've had haircuts put on me twice and neither time was something that I did. It was basically a sure. cop basically accusing me of doing something I didn't do. But my point is, it shouldn't be a badge of honor to get locked up. No. I don't no, know what happened in sure. our society it's where prison. people right. sit here and they brag about the fact that they got locked up. We had enough in our... I'm I'm talking to my African-Americans real quick. I, I don't mean to exclude other people. We had enough in our fucking history of being locked up physically and mentally. We got to get out of that fucking mm. mindset that, oh, man, I was locked up, and okay. I, I, you know what I'm saying, you give me my props, give me my flowers, and i give my time. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the people that's out okay. here doing their time and, and, and not getting locked up, that's out here raising families? Like, we mm. need to make that shit right. cool. I know I'm over here getting off into a tangent, but we need to make being responsible be, it, be a thing that's respected in this fucking culture. Mm-hmm. it shouldn't be corny to do things the right way.
0: That's another now, That's a difference. because right? okay. there's, there's
1: a lot of lame people in this world, but I'm not talking about them. I'm saying right. it shouldn't be corny that you decide, I'm going to go to school, get my degree, get married, have kids, buy a house, pay my taxes, don't cause a problem. That ain't corny. That's living right. That's li- nobody, no- and, and, hey, and nobody a- rapping about
0: that shit. <laughs> and another thing, Prince, You ain't got to look over your shoulder.
1: Man, man, talk to them. I mean, because these kids nowadays, they're constantly looking over their shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I do too, a little bit, man, but then because of my past, it's just like, man, shit's so fucked up out here. But you got kids out here doing dirt, and they got to watch their back. There ain't no way to live, man, I promise you. 14, 15, six years old, I don't want to be in no damn cop station. What the fuck I want to be in here for? Right. That shit ain't fun. That Jews, you were talking to them like they were human, but the times that I've been involved with the cop situations, they ain't taking talking to you like no damn human. They talking to you like a piece of shit. Why the hell I yeah, want to be see, fucking involved? Why I want to be there?
0: Right. And, and sometimes, you know, these cats nowadays, they they, they don't get the the... Some people don't respond, to you know I was looking at I was looking at them, and they did I said, let me, "Let me talk to them. Man, let me let me go ahead and rap to them." I was furious because I'm looking at them like these could be my kids. Uh-huh. You know, not saying they are my kids, but say they old enough they can they can be
1: yeah. Well, You're also looking at yourself when you were a yeah exactly life, yeah. Like, Come on, man.
0: Like right, what are we doing? It's it's only gonna get worse. Trust me, it's only gonna get worse. You keep this up, it's only going to get worse, or you won't even be around, even live this life. I mean, how many times you see it on these social medias, man? Cats over here walking on the street and they get gunned down because they get they get caught lacking.
1: Yep, that's that. That's that. That's That's that. Right. They say
0: you get caught lacking. Y'all put some stuff on social media. You out in the streets. You don't think your ops know where you at? Mm -hmm. You posting stuff all the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, uh peanut over here. Yeah, uh, hey, Everybody talking.
1: Yeah, he over here. Thirty-one, twenty-two, right now. Yeah, that's all that, I'm... and that's the thing, man. People, they they so dense, Jules, that they don't realize you putting all your moves on social media, and that's how people get popped off. That's how FBD was it? FBDG. Yeah, dunk. yeah, yeah, that's how yeah, he yeah, got duck,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh huh.
1: Now, his ops, he put all this bullshit in his music, and guess what? Your, your girl's right. putting on her story that y'all shopping in the Gold Coast, and 20 minutes later, who pull right. up?
0: hmm Exactly. And that's what I'm
1: trying to say, bro. It's like, man, if you live the right way, you ain't got to worry about that. Jules, you should be able to go shop in the Gold Coast anytime you want to, and not have to worry about, right. man, my ops going to roll up on me because I've been talking shit about right. smoking a pack of a dead homie and all this dumb shit.
0: Right right now i i I can't shop there but if i if i i can i'll be there with no problem
1: (laughs) but yeah man so i don't know we got off into a little bit of a tangent but i would just say this man i salute the mayor for trying to do something here but i think we also need to just kind of pull back the layers a little bit and, and i think we need to address the the issue and its root cause we got a lot of these situations with these cars being stolen these are teenagers and I've talked about it before on this show with some of the things that our teenagers have been doing in, in the news and I haven't been proud of. It. Mm-hmm. And I do commend the mayor, this summer, they've had a lot of programs. I've seen a lot of kids been put to work and a lot of kids have been off the street. But right. we still got a fraction right. of kids that still aren't taking advantage of the opportunities. Ain't nobody going to fucking give it to you. You got to go out there and get it. I tell kids that all the time. I'm like, you guys don't have no excuses. Well, Jules, when I was coming up, we didn't have summer job programs gonna pay us $22 an hour. Oh, hell no. I'm just saying, no. I worked in warehouses during the summer, hell man, between college. To save up a little money where I could go back to school and have a little money, so I wouldn't have to work when I was in school. That's the shit we had to do. See, the problem is, like I said, it's these parents, man. They're not being parents. It's no accountability, no consequences, and they giving too much to these kids. I had to work for mine. That's why I appreciate what I yeah. have done. That's why I work so hard. See, it's better when with, with something they given to you, man, because you have some pride.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you you get, you, you know, it's like you say, you wear that with a badge of honor, man. I I, did, I created this with my own two hands. I worked hard, blood, sweat, and tears, and, and I was able to cheat this and accomplish that and get this. You take like I say, you have some self worth, some pride in yourself, and you want to keep it. You want to respect it, and not only that you you know so you respect others that way too. But, but when you get it, and you know it, there's no no self worth in it,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So, but let's look back, we are gonna finish this episode off. All yeah. this, hey, listen, I mean, we gave y'all a little verbal gold on that because <laughs> we didn't intend to go that long. But you know what I'm saying? Like this, sometimes, man, when the when the, when the flow is going, we just gonna let the show go where it goes. But Hey, we're going to wrap it up here on NIL. Jules, now, this was put into law back in 2021. And you and I, we've talked about this for years, as following pro sports, man, about how the NCAA makes money hand over fist. And a lot of times these student-athletes, like we were talking about before, come from these impoverished communities. You know, they are on this college campus, not getting it done. The university is making billions off of them. And then they got to go back to the projects and see their mom struggling to pay bills, struggling to keep the lights on, and so forth, right? So
0: mm-hmm.
1: NIL, when it's being put into law or when it was put into law, kind of solved the problem for student-athletes that weren't getting compensated for their name, image, and likeness. Now, now, with anything that we can talk about, you know that people can take advantage of the system and abuse it. So, obviously, there's going to be pros and cons to name image and likeness. So, I wanted to get your thoughts, Jules, on just on kind of what you see as just some, some cons against NIL. Because, you know, I feel like this system right now is causing a lot of issues because you have these student-athletes, Jules, that are transferring from school to school to school because they're chasing the bag now.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, that right there. And then, like, like this thing right here, of course, not every athlete will get. but. I mean you one one of the ones that oh yeah this is the big name you know then the con is you go you're going to go to the stu- that you're going to go to the school that's going to get mo- most of the money and 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 with and with that some of the other colleges uh maybe some HBCUs some other colleges that can that want to attract that athlete won't have a chance because they don't have the, the money no, or the they don't, the, they don't the, the backing yeah so that right there is a big con, you know. So these schools that's that's that can afford these athletes, these athletes is coming in because, you know, they're you know, they gonna get that publicity, autographs and all that other stuff, pictures, jerseys, you know, being sold. They get, get pro, you know, a profit of that. And the those schools will remain dominant and remain strong because they get they 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 attracting all the the uh athletes. They won't come there because it's like um maybe if you're not if you you you're good, you're cold, and you know, and you you're the you know, you're you you you're good, but maybe you just not that good maybe you can't make it to the pros. Or even if you can, but you're still a shot. Hey, I'm getting I'm getting some ends. I'm getting some ends from these schools. So so one big con is not attracting the other schools that that really want these these athletes and you know, and uh, these students. That, I'm sorry. All right, these students. One for you know. Also, you get a, uh academic. You go get an education, a degree, or whatever. But also, you know, for for sports and stuff, you just won't attract those. You do, but you just won't attract those people, those players.
1: So, Jules, I mean, that's a that's I think that's a big point that we've even talked about recruiting in general. When it comes to let's just call it a, a HBCU school, so like a Grambling, for instance, huh? in football. Grambling, Yep. Well, the type of athlete that they want is never going to even check for them for many reasons, right? No. Facilities, the fact that they're not getting any sort of publicity on TV, and now NIM. So now you have that layer, to the point that you were bringing up, adding another barrier for smaller schools, especially mm-hmm. at HBCU. When it comes to, you know, you have to be football. It could be basketball as well. Because we started to see where some of these top-profile recruits we're kind of looking at the HBCU. And that's, this is before NIL. And it hasn't really worked in the advantage of this, of that student athlete. And it's because I can go to a, a Michigan and Ohio State or a Notre Dame where they have these huge alumni that are pooling together all their resources to make sure that the top talent is going to come to that school and not only come there, but stay there.
0: Mm, Will stay. Mm-hmm.
1: Now you know I'm on the University of Illinois football and basketball beat, and they have a That's collective. Right. And what this collective does is it's a it's a it's a pool of 80 folks that are venture capitalists, entrepreneurs that have companies, and they will do different deals for a student athlete. So basically, if I own this type of company, I'm gonna bring this student athlete, he's gonna come in, he's gonna be a spokesperson for my business. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to oh, wow. pay him. Oh,
0: wow. Yep. Hmm. Okay.
1: So my thing is, the bigger your program, the bigger the, the prestige of your university, the more apt that yeah. your collective is going to drive up a lot of money for your student athlete. Now, there's a a basketball player in Illinois. I don't want to put his name out there, but he was in the NBA draft. If you know enough about sports, you can probably figure out what I'm talking about. He at the NBA draft, he didn't get a promise from an NBA team that he would get a guaranteed contract that he wouldn't get drafted in the first round. Well, he knew that he wasn't going to get drafted in the first round because he didn't have that guarantee. So he went back to Illinois because the NIL people came back and said, hey, we're going to get you $400,000 in NIL this season. Right. You're 22 years old. What you going to mm-hmm.
0: do? Hey, man, run that.
1: Run that. I get to go and I get that. to stay at college for another year? Run that.
0: Right, kills If let's say you didn't get picked by an NFL or a professional team, so you're getting some out You you getting some?
1: And I just think back to how Reggie Bush got fucking screwed. They took his fucking Heisman away from this dude when he played at USC, yeah. one of the most electrifying athletes ever, bro. And this is the thing as a dude. Notre Dame football fan, bro, it's hard for me to give him his props, but Reggie Bush was cold, bro. Oh,
0: dude, to a ten year ban.
1: Come on, man!
0: A ten-year ban? They took his Heisman, or uh, now, personally, let me ask you. Now they say that he he gave it, he gave it up. That it was some. Yeah, they said he had to return it. He had to. Oh, he had to return. Okay, so
1: and on top of that, USC they turned their back on him and they started throwing dirt in his name too. And I'm sitting here like right. y'all motherfuckers profited off of this guy.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Reggie Bush.
1: Come on, man! So this is why I think NIL. Is good in the instance because a guy like Reggie Bush, you wouldn't have had the chance for those boosters and agents to be giving him what they gave him because now everything's above board for the most part. Right. But right. now, if I'm a Reggie Bush, I can just go out there and get whatever I want through a collective and get a couple million while I'm in school. Mm-hmm. Right. They got these jewels out here, $3 million in NIL money. That shit's crazy. Right, 18 yeah. years old.
0: Dude, 18, and you get. Now, now, press a couple things. Now, it might another part of another part of the kind because you know you're gonna get cats who want to be want to be the big dog, mm-hmm. and they won't they want more. So, it might be some it might be some some potential type of, of tension amongst teammates. You know? I
1: can see you know? that because okay, for instance. Man, it's, it's just funny that we're doing this show, man. Just because I got so much inside information, so I was gonna let something okay. here. So okay. that was happened last year on the, on the University of Illinois basketball team. There was a kid, Scott Clark, who came in there. He was a, a top twenty-five recruit, decommitted from Kentucky, decided to sign in Illinois. Well, there were some promises made to him. The first promise, they promised him a starting point guard position. The second promise, okay. he was promised X amount of money at NIM. So he gets to campus, a majority of the NIL collective budget went to one player, him. He gets to campus, he's got all these special privileges that are being given to him, promise of a starting job, well, guess what happens, Jules, that bleeds over into the locker room. Mm-hmm. One of his teammates in the middle mm-hmm. of the season punches him, the kid ends up leaving the program in the middle of the school year, Cited mental health, said that he went home to take care of his family, this and that. And I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to, to say whether that was true or not. That's not for me to say. But what I would say is if, if you connect the, the dots, mm-hmm. this kid was promised all these things. He didn't live up to what they thought he was going to be. People in that locker room was kind of like looking at him sideways. And guess what? You set the kid up a failure. And what you just said, Jules, that's a perfect example of how that played out in real life.
0: We. Yeah, that's that. That can be rough, man. That can be rough because let's be honest. Because, as you know, you've been on teams and you know in the locker room and stuff. When the chemistry off on the team, it messes the whole dynamic up. Oh yeah, you fucked. Yeah, you man. Even though it's you know, even though it's good, even though it's good because listen, these these universities are making big money off
1: these athletes. Oh yes, oh yes,
0: and they should be able to get a piece of the pie.
1: Uh huh. But then you
0: know, have. I mean it has to be some some understanding. We can't have tension. I mean, let's be honest. If one person is, is a superstar stud and is getting all these accolades and stuff, another person, I mean, it's you know, and you're not there, you know, you can't hate on him because he's this and that. But still, we dealing with human beings, you know, we with human, you know, we, human emotions. So things gonna trigger. Man, so there's it just some of them things that's it's gonna come with it. You know, it's gonna come with it. Like you said, with the example you gave, press Dude didn't live up to it. Cats was like, wait a minute. How this man deserving this spot and this and that? And, this, and he ain't and he getting all done this anything, cheese. you know? So, Right. Yeah, that I can, I can come back and bite you now.
1: And, and let's just be honest, dude. Now, I don't count other people's dollars, but people out here do. Right. I mean, what I do in corporate America yeah, yeah. Is, is full transparency in what people make, right? You know, when you're in sales, you know, people know what your quote is, they know what type of bonuses and stuff like that you're hitting. Well, a lot of times, man, that, that shit, people be kind of hating a little bit. So, this NIL situation, mm-hmm. let's just be honest, everybody had a five-star recruit. There's right. levels to this, as you and I always see on this show. So, justifiably so, it's going to be tears. If I'm a five-star recruiter, McDonald's All-American, and I come to your school, I'm about to be putting butts in seats, so I expect to make money off of that. But let's say I'm a two-star yep. recruit, a kid that just, you know, probably won't see the court that much. You know, I may get a show up to this hospital and shake some hands and, you know, I might get a little something for that. I'm not going to get like the big car dealership deals lot of these other guys are getting. Well, in my mind, I can't be counting that person's dollars and I can't be worried about what they get because, hey, I'm not on that person's level. Now, some people mm-hmm. argue, well, it needs to be fair, but I don't feel, how can it be fair? When
0: it can't, right?
1: If if one person is the reason why the team is successful, or the reason why people are talking about the team, then of course they're going to get more of the pop. That's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. But some people will say that as a con, that that'd be another locker room issue that basically people are kind of like, well, I'm not getting what this person's getting.
0: Yeah. It has to be some type of understanding. But like, like I say, it's. It's going to be one of them things Is you know, one of them things is the nature of the beast, man. It is what it is. I, I know you hate that saying, but <laughs> <laughs> that's why I tell people. Hey, how you get this? Hey, it is what it is, man.
1: And I think also another piece that I think needs to be looked into is the discrepancy between women's sports and men's sports, right? And so we know mm, uh-huh, when you look right. at the WNBA versus the NBA, and I know people oh, yeah, it, well, Prius, the, the the NBA subsidizes the WNBA. Great. I know that, motherfucker. But yeah. the point of the matter is, I'm not saying that, okay, I'll, I'll say the best player in the WNBA, AJ Wilson. I'm not saying Angel Wilson should make what LeBron James makes. I'm not saying that. Uh-huh. But I think that we need to come up with some sort of a structure that's fair. Now, we saw where Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, They took over the whole NCAA tournament last year for women's sports, and they were able to cash in on that. I would like to see that opportunity be made available to more women that they can fucking have that moment where they can strike while iron's hot like that. Angel Reese made $2 million last year in IL. But I would like to see that happen a little bit more because that's more prevalent in the men's men's game than it is in in the women's game.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that because uh press now a lot more a lot more women. I mean, that was the whole thing with the whole US the women's soccer team. Talking about, you know, they've been win- winning championships and they should be getting paid and uh just like the men and stuff. So that was that was a great that was a tension that was created or, you know, that was there that need to be spoke that that was spoken on that need to be addressed and some of the players was was trying to address it and you know, so, so with that, with with nil, uh, also another another type of tension, female um athletes and male athletes, and you know, just some I watch some sports here and there. I watch women's sports and say they electrifying into, You know, I'm not a male chauvinist or anything. I don't ever see, uh, the women, sports getting paid like the men. I mean, maybe because of the, the uh. About about the viewers that watch the men over women. And there's
1: cats out here. They go out and they waited. I mean, I cover the WNBA. I'll post things and then, of course, okay. you get the uh-huh. fucking incels that are in my comments talking about some all the WNBA's in the real league. And I'm sitting up here like you don't even have a fucking picture on your profile. Get the fuck out of here. Like right. I'll take you seriously if you show me who you are. I'll also, mm-hmm. take you more seriously if you said that to my face. But you know, that's another you know mm-hmm. issue in itself. The problem is though, you get these people out here trolling and. It's not a real league. And this is. I'm like, you say that about people that's doing things that you can't do.
0: They'll You're not me. an
1: athlete. Right. <laughs> you can't even get up off the couch. You talking about some other than an athlete. Well, what are you?
0: <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll dunk all over me. I ain't going to lie.
1: It's just yeah. interesting, right? Well, we're here in Chicago. Clear cop. Man, dude, she is such an athlete, bro. 27, probably about to enter her free agency. Well, she's going to be in her free agency season here next year. And the things that she does on the court, man, she's so quick. Athletic as hell, strong. Just the, the overall perfect combination of an athlete. And I'm looking at these cats, and I'm sitting up here like, you don't think that she deserves to get a little couple a little bit more endorsements? And that's the thing. You have young women athletes that are coming up, that are just like her. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. that more and more opportunities are extended to them because, like I said, there's a love for the pie to go around. I would like to see more of our marginalized oh, yeah. groups. I would like to see more of our marginalized groups get more recognition out here. The HBCUs. I would love yes. for our collectives to get built. I would love some of our black billionaires to come together and put together a fund that can help attract some of these top talent. That's the thing. We always talk about creating our own and having a seat at the table and all this other shit. I'm like, no, we need to be putting our money where our mouth is. It's too many of us that's got money out here, and we don't do nothing with it but hoard it. Yeah, let's fucking build together. Like we always talk about. That's what we did in the past. That's how we get out of the fucking tough situations we were in the past. That's how most of our ancestors fucking migrated to where they got to. It's because they worked together. They pulled their resources together. We've gotten away from that. It's, 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 it's so sad that Grambling University still, it's a historic university, historic football program, and it still is never going to be at that level of a, a Penn State, a Oklahoma, or a Texas. And why is that? It's because we don't do enough of making sure that our own gets elevated. We'll support somebody else over supporting our own. Hmm. Now, now, the Chicago Classic is coming up here this weekend at Soldier Field. I guarantee you, a quarter of that fucking stadium will be occupied. Now, Chicago Classic, mm. that's going to premiere two HBCU schools. The only thing that people don't care about is the bands and they're going to leave. That's not supportive. Right,
0: I was about to say... Right, yeah. Normally they go because, right, yeah, you know, you got the the bands that be they be getting down and stuff. But we definitely need support. You know, like how people rally around when Black Panther, the first one. You know how people was, oh man, we got all black cast and this and that. We need to go see this. People were selling out arenas. I mean, not arenas, uh, theaters. Bus, people were getting buses to go and support this film. That's how it's supposed to be for everything, Chris. That's how that's it's supposed to be. One thing I like about the the, the, the 50s and 60s as far as what, what, what our answers are like, they had unity. They had pride. They had plow, uh, power. And, you know, today, not so much, you know, just crab in the barrel syndrome, you know, yep. as people like to say. But if we just all pull together and there's all support and come together and support one another, like I say, there's enough cheese to go around. There's no bread to go around. Just, you know, we just need to support each other and stop, you know, being like jealous or envious or or hating. And because everybody can benefit from it and then you show support. I mean, like I say, with the 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 classic coming up, two uh HBCU teams going at it, you have the band, it's all black, you know, so the thing should be sold out. Let's say if we
1: talk is cheap, right? I mean, we 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 know, yeah that for years, right, we talked about, hey, opportunities aren't here and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, the pl- mm-hmm. the, the playing field necessarily hasn't been as level and fair. However, there's been some of us that have been able to make a way. And I feel like the things that I was taught growing up, I just feel like too much is given, much is over, right? And I think that that idea is something that sticks with me. And it's something that I try to instill in people around me. Now, not everybody, you know, what I'm saying, agrees with my logic, and they do what they do. That's fine. Like, yeah, I don't count other people's money, but what I will say is, there's a lot of us that have money out here—millionaires, billionaires, hundred thousandaires, whatever the case may be—and there's no reason why we should be having funding issues at our HBCUs. There's no reason why, if you go on their campuses, they got dead fucking grass all over the place, and it looks terrible. When I go to Notre Dame, I was there just two weeks ago. The grounds are pristine. Every building you go into is clean. Smells like freaking fresh, everything. Mm-hmm. Then I go to our stuff, janky, raggedy. We got to take pride again, man. Like you said, Jules back right. in the day, man, our people had pride. Man, my grandma, she wouldn't let you come in her house if her house wasn't no on point. She took pride. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, exactly.
0: Right, right.
1: Nothing was out of place. We don't. We don't like that no more. So my whole point is with this NIL. I'm happy for the top schools, but I would right. love for us to put together a fund to help the other schools to help level the playing field because we know it's levels. We talked about it. But there's some schools out here, man, like they deserve a little, a little nut. and they got some alumni that's got some cheese. Tyler Perry, Bob Johnson. Hey, y'all got all this money, Magic Johnson. Yeah, I'm calling people out. Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre, Jay-Z.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Talk is cheap.
0: Yeah. And Oprah.
1: Oprah. Let me give me started oh. her. But Bill Cosby. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> is... But Bill
1: Cosby used to try to do a lot for the HBCUs. I don't know oh. if he still does.
0: Oh, Bill Cosby was. Right. Yeah, he was a man. Bill always gave. They but
1: gave that's him. the thing. But, th- but think about... But I'm taking out his misconduct right. and you know the right. things that he's served time for i'm talking about on the philanthropic side
0: right exactly yeah
1: he planted seeds that i don't see too many other people coming up behind him and, and picking up only from that side on his side i don't want mean, nobody else yeah, right in the email talking crazy to me i'm talking about from that side when it comes to right. what he did for those hbcu programs He mm-hmm. get, he and his wife gave millions of dollars this can't just be about oh I'm gonna jump on this because it's hot for like a couple months during the pandemic and then we 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 forget all about these HBCUs. Like when I talked about Dr. being at Jackson State, that brought up that had everybody hot about Jackson State for about a year and a half. Now ain't nobody said a word about Jackson State.
0: No. That's a problem. That's a problem, all right? You know, it shouldn't have to be because uh, of a high-profile person. Who's coming in? And 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 he came in, had a heart of gold because he he saw the conditions of this school, and he talked about it. He built the morale up. He you know he gave these students a, a a chance, and they did some things while he was there. You know he made a he made an impact definitely, and that and that was just one person for
1: right?
0: And he made an impact, but like you're saying, when he left, it shouldn't have been. That was it.
1: Um, which was my fear when he left because I knew I was like, once he leaves, yeah. the pomp of circumstance goes and then follow him to Colorado. Like Colorado it needs right. his motherfucking help with, with prestige. We talk about the University of Colorado. That school right. got more fucking money and more fucking financial backing than, than anything. I looked at their facilities in that locker room. I'm like, god damn. That should look better than the Bears locker room. You know what?
0: You on a good point, Press. Now let me ask you: Let's say if you was Dion, would you have went to, would you took Colorado uh, 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 head coach position?
1: Now nah, I would say it, it, again, because you know how we talk, it, it's hard for us to speak for what somebody else should have done. But however, right, I think it's a but, fair question, right. Jules. Me personally, mm-hmm. I know everybody is guided by money and stuff like that, and, and you know, I mean, I work in sales, right? So yeah, obviously, money is nice and this and that. But I always say this, Jules, and I know a lot of people don't agree with my logic. I don't think that all money is good money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, man, I don't know. What he, I don't know why Dion left so soon. I mean, I feel like yeah. if he would have stayed for another couple of years, you don't think a better coaching job would have came up? I mean, Colorado—they were one and eleven or some crazy shit the year before yeah, they took yeah. the program over.
0: They definitely had, right. Right.
1: And my thing is, he could have made a greater impact at Jackson State. Imagine if he had kept staying down there, kept winning, kept bringing in high-profile people. Right. And the collective that I'm talking you. about ain't no telling what they could have built. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. He was on the cusp of building something. And I feel like when he left, a lot of that left with
0: him. Yeah. Chris, I'm, I'm with you. I'm on the same thing. Everything you you spoke. I'm with you 100. I would have stayed. I would have stayed. I would have stayed and built and keep building on on Jackson on Jackson State.
1: No, and, and to that point, was I mean, yeah, like I said, man. I think it's. I, I take pride in the fact that you know what was done with Chicago State. About it. I take pride in what was done here. we pull mm-hmm. pulling back the curtain. We build both of those platforms from nothing. The first listener, to the hundredth listener, to the thousandth listener, all the way to the the millionth listener. Each of those milestones, man, that shit means something, man, because we got this out of the mud, as they say. Yep. So when I talk about building something, I'm practicing what I'm preaching. Dude, you know, all this, how many times we, Jules and I, and even on Chicago State of Mind, how we have somebody that tries to cozy up with us and try to offer us a, a, a fucking pot of gold to join their network and do all this. I'm like, man, I wish I would. You're going to come in here and try to tell us how we should do something. You came to us because you know we're hot. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to try to change us because that's what indefinitely happens. When people give you money, now they have input into how you do things. But no, what Jules and I are going to do, we're going to keep building this thing the right way, brick by brick. And then when we get the money offers coming, it's going to be the write-off. But see, the problem with a lot of us is we get short-sighted. The money comes. And then we just go dra- grabbing the first thing throw our way. Can't do that mm-hmm. shit. Can't do it. Right again. I'm not guided by money. I grew up with nothing. I say that all the time, Jules. I went to high school with clothes that didn't fit. You know what I mean? Like I'm different when it comes to that. I got a couple things now. Yeah, great. But that don't dictate my happiness, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so. When you ask me that question, it, it just kind of made me, like, realize that that's how our people, we have been programmed to go chasing things. But yet still, we don't look within and be like, but well, is that really going to make me happy?
0: Right. Right.
1: I'm happy because every time I look at this damn platform, I see growth. I see how you and I get better on what we do. I see how we have engagement. And it just keeps growing. If we go a week without recording, the emails are being bombarded. I'm like, we doing something right here. What Dude, are we going to sell out on. for?
0: Come on. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, man, we making an impact over here, man. That's what it's all about. You talked about him boarding Jackson State, how he made an impact. Now, he'll be able to do that in Colorado, but Colorado's already fucking established.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And this is the thing. I've talked about this in the past. We had these black podcasters and these black networks that they go join Barstool or some other bullshit because they throw a bag of money at them. And I had cats in my ear talking about some. Oh, well, I don't have a problem with what they did because, you know what I'm saying, they, they get their money. And again, all money and good money. Money ain't you
0: couldn't You're absolutely right.
1: Because I'm not going to sell my soul, man. I got to look at myself in the mirror, man. Just because you gave me a bag of money, I work for you. You
0: don't even respect who I am as a person. So, people can buy you off is what it is telling you. I mean, I would rather have somebody respect myself and what I do and the product and in our vision than for somebody who just talk talk in front of you, behind you. If the, hell, if they saying this in in front of you, what they saying behind your back. Exactly. Uh, I mean, Hell, I'll be broke, but at least I'm love doing what I'm doing.
1: Well, that's because you have character. You have character, and I'm not trying to take shots at Dion, but I'm just trying to tell you, Dion, that brother. No, right. I hope that when well, everything goes well for you in Colorado, but you see the media, mm-hmm. they coming for him. Dion. made forced all those players yeah. off that team, but brought his old people on there, and, and everybody waiting for him to. They're waiting for him to fit, where they can say, "I told you so." And my whole thing, in Jackson State, he was being elevated. People people was putting him on shoulders. Now, in Colorado, right. they can't wait for him to
0: Different environment, different, different atmosphere. Now It's like you have to perform. It's like you have to win.
1: Yeah, you have to. Ain't no excuses.
0: You have to. Because they you gave know? you
1: everything. They gave you everything you asked for. So now they're looking at you. you the savior, right? Okay. Come in here and say this. hmm See, at Jackson State... He won seven, eight games. Shit, that was, man, no people were worried about no national championship. No, for them, that was like, hey, people talking to us. Our donors are coming back. Right. We got national The stadium.
0: The, the stadium was sold out.
1: Yep. That was Dang. the hottest ticket in town.
0: Dude, come on. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't leave, Press. I'd have nah, been like, man. man, it's good here.
1: No. Nope. I always say this, Jules. I want to be where I'm celebrated and not tolerated. And I think the more of us, we need to get back to that.
0: Right. Good point.
1: Good point, dude. Good point. Jules, gonna hit him with that curtain call, bro.
0: This curtain call goes out to New Life Center. New Life Center was born out of desire to serve the communities around New Life Community Church, located in Chicago. New Life Center now has five locations in the city. It acts as a welcoming center, provide clothes, meals, shower, Along with another nonprofit, even around sports programs for all ages. If you'd like to make a contribution, they're currently accepting donations, money, new clothing, and furniture in conjunction with the Chicago Furniture Bank. There's also a list of needed supplies on Amazon.com. Search New Life Center. So, New Life Center, press night, pull it back the curtain. Podcast family, I'd like to salute you and appreciate all your hard work.
1: Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. The audience, listen, you know we never asked you guys to to buy anything from us. We never tell you guys. Hey, give us a five-star review. But this is something that I think is worthwhile. Hey, man, this is like your coffee that you buy in the morning, right? It's a couple bucks. You know, anything you can offer will be a great help for, for this organization. It's worthwhile. So, Jules, thanks again. Audience, we appreciate your continued support. and for helping make us one of the best podcasts out here in the world. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're a Pull-Up At The Curtain Podcast.